Good morning and welcome to the programme. Today, tennis player Novak Djokovic takes his deportation case to court in Australia after his visa was revoked. We'll have the latest. Our household bills are soaring, but the state's tax take is hitting new highs too. The Minister for Finance will join us shortly. As a brand of antigen test is pulled from the Irish market, can you trust the kit you're using at home? A court community says it's time to come down hard on those who damage public defibrillators. Brian O'Connell reports... Why the Modern World is Destroying Our Ability to Pay Attention. Author Johan Harry on his new book, Stolen Focus. Text us this morning, 51551. Email today, cb at rte.ie or on Twitter, we're at Today with Claire. First this morning, Novak Djokovic is awaiting his Australian Open fate in a Melbourne quarantine hotel. He's mounting a legal challenge against Australia's decision to cancel his visa. Now, the tennis player had his visa to enter Australia revoked amid a huge backlash over a vaccine exemption. This is what the Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison had to say about the issue. People are welcome in Australia, but if you're not double vaccinated and you're not an Australian resident or citizen, well, you can't come. In a moment, I'll speak to journalist for Serbian sports channel Sports Club, Sasha Osmo. He says that Djokovic has been treated really badly by Australian authorities. But first, Chris O'Keefe is a federal political reporter with Nine News Australia and he joins me on the line for more on this. Good morning, Chris. Yeah, good day. What happened at Melbourne Airport when the uh, number one tennis seed landed? So when he landed, essentially what happened, because the fact that he put it on Instagram that he had received or he said that he received a medical exemption to fly to Australia to compete in the Australian Open. So he arrived at Melbourne Airport and Border Force knew that they have at their discretion the ability to check people's bona fides and paperwork. So he completed a visa which is auto-generated before he left Serbia. And when he landed in Australia, Border Force, our customs officials here, have the discretion to check if the paperwork is bona fide, is bona fide if, if the paperwork is legitimate. And Novak Djokovic did not show any paperwork to the Australian Immigration Department to show that he was medically exempt from being fully vaccinated when he was supposed to enter Australia. Now, the requirement to enter Australia for foreign residents is you must have two doses of vaccine as recognised in Australia. Novak Djokovic could not provide any medical information to say that he was exempt from that requirement. Mm-hmm. But this charge, which we'll hear a little bit later on, that he was treated really badly, stems from the fact that people, particularly his supporters, say, well, if he wasn't exempt and shouldn't have been exempt, he shouldn't have been allowed to land, that the treat the, the bad treatment starts right there in giving him th- this exemption, then seeing the public backlash and pulling back from that. What, what's being said to, to those criticisms? Well, it was very interesting because nobody in Australia thinks he's been treated badly. Obviously, the Serbs think he's been treated badly, but no one in the country that he was willing to play tennis, wanting to play tennis in and, and win three million Australian dollars thinks he's been treated badly. The difference is... He was never actually granted a medical exemption by the Australian government. Mm -hmm. Now, the Australian government, like any foreign government, they're the ones who decide who comes to the country and what the visa processes are. The issue here is not with Novak Djokovic. It's with Tennis Australia. So Tennis Australia wanted Novak Djokovic to play in this country to win the Grand Slam as the number one. So that was a pretty that was a pretty clear thing. He wanted to win a, a major title here in Australia at the Australian Open. Yet 
the issue they had was they did this they did this medical the panel that they said that was anonymous and they, they told Novak Djokovic that the paperwork that he'd provided would have given him a medical exemption under their rules so it would have allowed him to play at the Australian Open they didn't tell Novak Djokovic you haven't satisfied the requirements to get into the country of Australia mm. and that's where it's all fallen over and what would allow you have a medical exemption what are the grounds so the grounds are the the fourfold. So the first is if you had myocarditis, if so if you had a an mRNA vaccine like a Moderna or a Pfizer. Now we know that Novak Djokovic is an anti-vaxxer, so he hasn't had an adverse reaction to that, given that he hasn't had a vaccine to begin with. So he can't have a reaction to a COVID vaccine if you haven't had mm-hmm. one. So well, he said he said personally, I'm opposed to to vaccination. To give him Correct. his due, Claire. The bloke's an anti-vaxxer. We know that, right? And I think that uh, I think in this case, the other the answer. There's three no, other but, issues. But is One, it fair to it, say? It just I want to be clear on this, Chris. Is it fair to say that? I mean, he's not discouraging anybody else from having a vaccination. He's saying his personal choice is that he's opposed to vaccination. I'm just wary of of attributing that to him when he, I don't think that he's been discouraging anybody else from going out there and getting a vaccine if that's their choice. Claire, there are people at the front of his hotel where he's in quarantine and detention right now in Melbourne, the same people who held up effigies of our politicians, Australian politicians, in nooses. He is an anti-vaxxer. That's their choice, though. I mean, he he is not encouraging oh, so that. Don't, so you don't think he empowers I don't know, don't but I, I don't know that, and you don't know that either. So to call somebody an anti-vaxxer, I think, is a fairly serious okay. charge. We know what his personal choice is, and, and maybe we'll leave it at that. But he hasn't provided any public statement explaining why he believes he's medically exempt. But he has said on the record before that he is against a, va- a vaccination. Mm-hmm. For himself. Yeah, okay, so... Oh. <laughs> let's let's leave it at that, shall we? Because I mean, I I don't know why those people are outside his hotel. Also, I don't I, know whether I he phoned them up I'm and said, you, "You know what I mean, Chris." I don't know whether he phoned yeah, them up no, and I said, "You should turn up." And and you don't either. In fairness to to those people and to him, but he has been very clear on his personal opinion around vaccination. So we can probably take it as read that he's not vaccinated. You're saying if he had myocarditis, he might get a medical exemption. Why else would he be exempt? If he had a mental, if if, if uh, he had a mental health sh- issue that would have uh, forced either the nurse who was administering the vaccine or himself at risk, so you can take that one off. Or if he was in, involved in some major surgery. Now he played at the Davis Cup in Austria on the fifth of December, so he hasn't had major surgery, and we don't know if he's got any coming up. So ultimately, if he was vaccinated, and he, you know, he said, oh, "I'm not going to share my personal information." Well. If he shared his personal information with the Australian Border Force, he would tell them that he was vaccinated. He'd be in the country. So we know he's not vaccinated. So, you know, there are very few reasons as to why you can get a medical exemption to get into Australia. uh, And Novak Djokovic could not satisfy those requirements. Now, Novak Djokovic would be used to living a fairly five-star lifestyle. Uh, Where is he now? He's getting stale bread ham sandwiches in a one-star Ridges apartment in the middle of Melbourne with a whole bunch of other unfortunate, and this is, a, this is a stain on the Australian society, refugees who are in immigration detention that are currently in limbo. So he's in, a, he's in a, a, an immigration detention hotel in the middle of Melbourne uh, and it's, I wouldn't say it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's a Shangri-La, put it that way. And are any of his team with him? Yeah, supposedly there's a few with him, but he's in his own room and he's not allowed to leave at this point. So obviously the, the court case is is ongoing 
and uh, and we'll see what happens from there. Mm-hmm. What what will happen on Monday? What's the 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 protocol from here, Chris? Claire, you can take it as read. Uh, he'll be going back to Serbia. There is almost zero precedent of people getting these these visa cancellations overturned, almost zero. And I would be very surprised, and there's a bit of an irony here, because the law firm that's representing him in Melbourne at the moment require their staff to be vaccinated to become lawyers. But they're mm-hmm. representing Novak Djokovic, who's refusing to be vaccinated and wants to play in the Australian Open and do his job. He may make his own decision on this, of course, over the next couple of days. He, he may decide uh, to leave. That remains to be seen. Um, the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, ha- what, how has he reacted to these pleas from the Serbian government to reconsider this move? Uh, he's not interested. You've got to understand the political environment here in Australia at the moment. We've got an election in three or four months' time. The Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, well, he's on the back foot, so he's struggling at the moment. He's co- Look, and compared to Ireland, our, our our COVID response has been relatively sound. We've got the lowest per capita deaths of any OECD nation, and but it's still been difficult, like all countries around the world, right? So, But Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, has made many, many missteps in the past six months. And to be honest with you, I think that for him today to see Novak Djokovic as a distraction was probably a good thing. And I think it's one that he's making hay with. Chris, good to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed for joining us this morning. Chris O'Keefe there from Nine News Australia. And earlier, as I said, I spoke to Sasha Osmo, who's a journalist for Serbian Sports Channel Sports Club. And I asked him if he'd been in touch with Novak Djokovic or anyone close to him to find out exactly what's going on. Oh, I mean, I haven't been in touch directly with him. I don't think many people have. But, uh, I mean, we've all seen it unfold in the past 24 hours. We've, we've seen what's been happening. So, I guess we just now have to wait and see on Monday. Because, but so far from what, what's been going on, I think uh, I think this was kind of treatment that uh, none of us saw coming, especially after he was granted that medical exemption, you know, you fly across the world uh, to be told by the, basically by the same people that have granted that exemption that now you can't enter Australia. So I guess that was a bit of a blow, a major blow. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, at, at this point, I don't know, to be honest, what else there is to say. I think it's uh, it's uh, it's something that just you don't do. It's a huge misalignment between the levels of power in Australia that resulted in a a public humiliation of of a very high-profile figure. I mean, the main issue here is that uh, if he was just rejected on that medical exemption, I think that would be completely fine with everyone. But, you know, to to say that, uh, you know, two independent medical panels with Tennis Australia and with the Victoria government, you know, they grant him access and then there is some pressure from the public and then some politicians are looking to, to score cheap political points off of Djokovic and then this is the result, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah, okay. I, w- I wonder, like, do, we don't know, do we, why he was granted a medical exemption? Of course we don't. We don't know why have other players been granted medical exemption. We don't even know who they are. We just know Craig Tiley told us, director of the tournament, told us that there are a few players in, in, Melbourne, Par- in Melbourne Park that have been granted medical exemptions as well. 
you know, it's uh, it's obviously and the, the rules state that it's a privacy matter and that uh, you don't have to speak about it if you don't want to. I, okay. I think considering the situation, perhaps it would be welcome, you know, for Novak or, or the other players as well to be more transparent about it. But it's uh, absolutely not their obligation. Yes, but as you say, he could have just outlined exactly why he received that medical exemption from the vaccination rules. He could have, but uh, that's not the issue here. The issue here is that it was granted and then it was revoked. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's not how a serious country operates. Talk to me a little bit about what the reaction to all of this has been in Serbia. Well, I mean, you more or less you can tell by but what I've been saying so far. It's been a huge disappointment, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, his fans more, it's not just in Serbia, but his fans all over the world have, I think, already made their peace with it that he probably was not going to play in Australia. Then he was granted this, uh, this medical exemption. And uh, then that kind of takes a U-turn you know, unexpectedly. So mm-hmm. it's it's basically disappointment all over. Yeah, I mean, you make reference to the fact that the medical exemption was granted, permission was given and then revoked because there was a public backlash. Can you understand, though, why that backlash might have happened? Because Australians have been subject to very strict restrictions over the last almost two years now. I can understand the anger, but I can't understand uh, to whom the anger is to, to directed to. You know what I mean? It's not Novak Djokovic who made up those rules. It's the Australian government. If the Australian government has just said you can get vaccinated or you don't play the Australian Open, then obviously Novak Djokovic would not have played the Australian Open. They've made the rules about medical exemption. They granted him <laughs> the medical exemption. Now they can't. And then uh, now they won't let him play. Mm-hmm. So if it's it, it just no, you don't treat you don't treat people that way. Not anyone, let alone someone who's done did a lot of things for Australia and who's a nine-time champion there. And uh, uh, and well, I, I understand he's a high-profile figure, but what about the other players who are there with an exemption? <laughs> Nobody nobody's talking about them. You know what I mean? I see. Rafa Nadal has said that while he has sympathy for Novak Djokovic, he says that Novak would have known the risks. Do you understand what he is saying there? I understand what he is saying, but I understand also that uh, Djokovic in the past has stood up for uh, many, many of his colleagues, even when he didn't have to, which is not something that uh, many of them do for him, let's say. Uh, I completely agree with most of uh, what Rafa has said. Oh, actually, I agree with everything Rafa has said, but maybe he could have added something about uh, how the man who he's known for almost two decades now has been treated in the past 24 hours. That would be a nice thing to do, in my opinion. What do you expect is going to happen here now? Because there is another option for Novak Djokovic. He could just walk away from this tournament. I mean, who the hell knows at this point, <laughs> to be honest, but I don't see him playing. The, I, I mean, uh, three days quarantine, uh, you know, judges and everything. Uh, and uh, from what I've from what I've been told yesterday, there is a really small change, a really small chance to overturn that decision. So, in case it does happen, then we can talk about the tournament, which is, uh, which is, I guess, more. 
which everyone loves more to talk about actual tennis and not politics. Mm -hmm. Just going back to what Raf Nadal said, I'm just looking at the comments here directly. He's saying that Novak knew for months he could potentially face problems if he arrived without being vaccinated against COVID-19. And that's the bottom line in the world that we live in now, Sasha, isn't it? Uh, it's not. <laughs> That's the issue here, you know. We we came up until three days ago, yes, but the moment he was granted a medical exemption, you know, uh, he was made to believe that he could play with a medical exemption, not with the vaccination. Mm-hmm. So so that, that's more or less it. I mean, I, I've said it all. But maybe he, he shouldn't have been given that medical exemption. Isn't that what's at issue now, that perhaps a mistake was maybe. made along the way? Maybe he shouldn't have been granted a medical exemption. I don't know that. I can speculate, uh, of course, but I don't know the meritum of things. Uh, if he was rejected before boarding the plane and just his medical exemption request rejected, okay, fair enough. Let's go on with our lives. But to have someone fly across the world and then to have him isolated in a room overnight, you know, and to treat him in a way uh, no one should be treated, in my opinion, you know, that's 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 a completely different matter. Sasha, thank you very much for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Thank you. That's Sasha Osmo in Serbia. And I'm joined now on the line by Zivko Jaksic, who is the Honorary Consul of the Republic of Serbia in Dublin. Good morning to you. Thank you very much for Good joining morning. us. What's your Good. reaction to what happened to Novak Djokovic in Australia? Well, it's a shame, really. Uh, I can understand the public reaction in Melbourne to somebody being granted a visa to come in without uh, vaccination because of everything that Australians have gone through over the last two years. On the other hand, uh, Djokovic has been issued a medical exemption, which apparently is one of the ways of attending a tournament without vaccination. The Australians have issued him a visa. They've let him get on a plane and go to Australia. Then they arrived there. And because of the public reaction, the politicians get involved and start pressurizing, obviously, the border force to revoke the visa. Now, he's ended up now in a quarantine pending the court hearing. But that shouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Do you think that now the best thing for him to do would be just to walk away, get on a plane and go home? Uh, Frankly, if I was in in his place, I would do just that. Give him the two fingers and go. You know, we had an Australian journalist on a little earlier, Chris O'Keefe, and he said to me, Claire, the bloke's an anti-vaxxer. What do you say? Sorry? He said, the bloke is an anti-vaxxer. He says Novak Djokovic is an anti-vaxxer. Is he? If he is, it's a personal choice which we're all allowed to make. There are people in this country who are not vaccinated and will not get vaccinated. I don't know whether he's vaccinated or not, but it's really immaterial. He's issued a medical exemption which is acceptable. What the reason for medical exemption is, we don't know, because that's obviously a matter of confidentiality between the patient and the doctor. But once it's been issued that, and the Australian authorities recognise it, 
as a valid reason for not being vaccinated and issue him a visa, then they let him in and then suddenly, oh no, we can't do that. We have to send him back. Yeah, and you're saying if you were him, you'd go, you'd just get on the plane now and head back? Yeah, oh yeah. Thank you, very much. Thank you very much for joining us. It's good to talk to you. Um, that is the Honorary Consul of the Republic of Serbia in Dublin, Zivko Jaksic. We'll talk to the Minister for Finance, Pascal Donoghue, next. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.